listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Hi everyone, welcome to the Mindful Biz Podcast episode from quarantine. So we're mixing it up this week. Uh, As you know, I usually have a guest on and we chat and I thought this week I would come on and chat by myself. Uh, So this is the second time I've been in lockdown, which is pretty fortunate. Uh, I think so many people have been in lockdown many times, but being where I am in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, this is our second time and I'm finding this second time harder. Um, Could be because the weather's not great Uh, and also, I don't know, I've just got a bit of cabin fever. It's actually fallen in school holidays, um, as you already know, and usually what happens in school holidays is that's my time to switch off for one of those weeks. So for the way I work, it's full on. Like I've got two businesses, as you know, Relauncher and Sticky Studio, and, you know, every day is pretty busy uh, and I'm really focused. So I get through a lot of work. So by the time it comes to school holidays, um, usually I take one of those weeks off and, you know, really spend time with the family and the boys and it's so good. And then I come back all refreshed and (laughs) it hasn't happened this time as you know, everyone is in the same situation. Uh, But I personally find, you know, working from home uh, that I just love to get out of the the home on school holidays. So anyhow, (laughs) we're here, we're here. Um, So I don't know if you can hear all these emails coming through as I record. So please disregard and sorry about that. So anyway, this episode, I thought what I would do is talk about increasing your online presence because this is something that we are in control of and it really is something that you should be doing consistently as much as you can. So if we rewind back to when I started my business, which was 11 years ago, uh, Relauncher actually was an online store back then and you know the website went live and then I'm like right where are all the visitors <laughs> and then I realized right I really need to start creating an online presence so that people can find me so 11 years ago when business you know when I first started in those first couple of years it was really quiet and really slow that's pretty much what I did nearly all day, you know, every work day. Um, and then, you know, right through to now, I'm still doing it on a daily basis. So what, what you do find is that as you become established, it does become easier and you don't have to do it as often. Uh, and once you've created that foundation, it really does allow people to find you from an online perspective. So from a marketing perspective, you really want to get all the cogs turning, meaning that you've got a good online presence being organic um, as well as people referring and then people, you know, finding you offline as well. So for the sake of the conversation today, we're going to talk about increasing your online presence. Um, the, the strategies I'm going to take you through today are all free. So you can do them yourself. You can obviously also outsource them. Um, but if you want to do it yourself, then, then you can So number one is we always need to create a really great brand and website before we really do anything going ahead because we use 
the brand obviously if that becomes the first touch point when people you know refer or hear about you um, and then the website is where we need to drive traffic to either make a purchase or make an inquiry so even if you've got like a physical presence you know like a studio or a shop or a restaurant or anything like that you do need to have a website that people can go through to for further information so we do in terms of the branding i mean look that's a huge that's a whole other podcast and it's quite an in-depth process which we do through my other business sticky studio but just to give you a top line insight into that you know when you're creating a brand some people bypass that and go straight to creating a website uh, and in some cases that can end up costing you more money because you haven't thought about the basis of the brand first uh, and, and in other cases people you know come back and they revisit it and they they refresh their brand you know years on which is something that I actually did three years into the business so from a sticky studio point of view Uh, we would do branding guidelines, which becomes the foundation and the anchor of the brand. And the great thing about having that anchor is that when you then start creating other content, being, you know, your website or merchandise or newsletters or flyers or social media, you, you can use, you can refer back to the guidelines so you've got that one beautiful um, brand look and feel and tone of voice throughout all the touch points which makes a huge difference um, for people as they you know journey through your business so the brand is the first thing that you need to create and then when that's all done you then would move on to either packaging if that's your your business or a website Now, the website is so important to get this right, both from a user experience being, you know, the the click-throughs and the way they guide through your business as well as it being visually appealing because we guide so much marketing back to the website. So if, if that's not looking right and if it doesn't make sense and if it's not clear and concise, people are going to bounce, which means that all this content marketing that we're about to talk today becomes a waste of your time. So you've got to get the website right. So user experience is the navigation. Now, the navigation is that top line across. So it might be home, about, services, blog, contact. Um, so it's, it's it's those elements across the top and also in your footer. And the idea is that everything really wants to be one or two clicks away. So you want to have like clear inquiry buttons, buy now buttons, um, you know, so e- easily understand your services and how they work with you or the product that you're selling. So that's all going to be right, okay? So when that's live, when that's live, you then can go into the back end to start working on your SEO. So so just to clarify, that branding and that website, if you ever need any help, we can help you, um, either through business coaching um, or through Sticky Studio. So a lot, a lot of the clients that I work with actually use both businesses, uh, but you don't have to. But the offers, you know, the, the services are there if you need help with your brand and your website to get that right for conversions. 
The next area really is SEO. So SEO stands for search engine optimization. And for a lot of people, it's a completely different language and completely overwhelming. Uh, so if, if you fall into that scenario, don't even worry. That's fine. Uh, but what you will find naturally, and I know I receive this myself, I receive so many emails every week. Um literally from spammers saying to me that my SEO isn't very good and did I want them to fix it or, or did I want a free report? Now, the answer really is just hit delete on those emails because it's spam um, and, yes, they can help you, but it, just don't do it. <laughs> it's good. It'll cost you money and, and it's not necessarily the type of help that you need. So depending on the platform that your website is built on depends on how your SEO is done in the back end. So when I say platform, that means whether your website is built on Squarespace or Shopify or Wix or WordPress or whatever you've used. Uh, But essentially in the back end of your website, you will have an SEO feature, all right? So what you need to do is understand what your ideal customer or client would be searching on Google to find you. And once you've identified that, they're the keywords and key phrases that you use throughout the back end of your website. So generally speaking, there should be a tutorial that you can follow to do this yourself for your particular website platform. Um, And you want to be updating your homepage meta tag. That is really important because that really becomes the key elements for your business. And then you go also into the back end of all your pages and your blogs and update your um, alt tags for your images. And all of that is going to help with SEO. So again, that's something that we can do for you through Sticky Studio, or you can do research and do that yourself. But it's really important that you're threading the SEO with content that your audience would be searching to find you, okay? Otherwise, it's too random. So that's website SEO. Another element to consider is doing SEO via third-party websites. So that would be if you've got a physical location, make sure that you've got a Google My Business profile. Most people would already have that, but a lot of people have not filled that out that well for SEO. So even if you've got it and you think that it's working well for you, just still go in and refresh it, you know, re-look at everything and make sure it's listed in a way that if people are searching for your type of business, that it's going to come up. Make sure you've got recent photos on there, a recent description, and obviously a link through to your website. Uh, Reviews really work because quite often, you know, if a stranger stumbles across your business online, it's the reviews that helps dictate whether they'll reach out or make a purchase. So, you know, that could be reviews on Google My Business, it could be reviews on LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, all those platforms. So, you know, make sure that you're getting fairly regular reviews because that absolutely helps. Um, And then also things like creating a podcast or you featuring on someone else's podcast. And what some people do if they've got a podcast is reach out to a different podcast and say, do you want to do a podcast swap? 
You know, you can do that for a podcast, you can do that for a blog article, um, you can even do that with products and then um, potentially share that on social media. So have a think about what will work for your business. But at the end of the day, you want to be threading links that are going to lead from other people's websites to your website. Okay, so always keep that in mind. Now, it's really important that the content that you're creating is relevant or it's a waste of time for you. Um, Ideally, you've got between one and three pillars of conversations happening in your business or, you know, areas to filter or pillars of your business to filter people through to. So, you know, that could be, for example, for me, it would be... um, Sticky Studio, it would be business coaching from Relauncher, it would be podcast, Uh, another one would be um, products that I love and share from other small businesses, Um, and then it's also lifestyle. So already like there's like five um, pillars of topics of conversation. I wouldn't talk about lifestyle so much on my website um, and I don't talk about other products on my website so that takes me back down to three three topics that I would talk about on my website which is sticky studio business coaching you know business topics and podcast so as you just heard I mentioned a couple of other topics but I would integrate those additional topics into my social media content so just always make sure that your content is relevant identify you know the business pillars that you have, write that list because then it's going to help you work out what can, content you create and where, and then you can add some lifestyle pill- lifestyle pillars which helps humanise your brand because that's really important that you humanise your brand. So as you know, we need to use social media to build trust and rapport. And look, if, if you know how to use social media, awesome, but there's also a lot of people that are really... Um, overwhelmed and also intimidated by social media and that's totally cool as well social media there's just so much going on you know sometimes I've just got to switch it off because it's like my makes my head spin so I think it's really important to recognize that that's totally okay and sometimes you just need to bounce out of it to um, create space and clarity to move ahead but it's really important that you are using it Um, to your ability you know it's a free resource that allows you to grow brand awareness and build trust so do use it but use the platforms that are suited for you and your audience otherwise it's it's you know it's not really good use of your time so for me I'm on Instagram Facebook and LinkedIn and I spend the majority of my time on Instagram because that works best for my business and my audience Uh, and you know using that platform to connect educate and humanize your brand and also you know keeping up the frequency is super important as well because that is really what helps build that connection so if if that all just seems way too much for you and you actually have got a product so you don't necessarily have to do it yourself this is something that you can outsource again There's lots of different ways we can do that for you through Sticky Studio or you can create the content and schedule it so that you do not have to be on there so often. But do remember that social media is not just about posting. You absolutely have to be engaging with your audience 
so important. You know, even if that's just 15 minutes a day, you have to do that. It's just part of the gig. So, you know, being active online, it's, you know, that's if you want an online presence, you've got to be active a lot online. <clears throat> and I think one one thing that a lot of people do is put <clears throat> all their eggs in one basket. So, you know, a lot of people will just spend time on Instagram, <clears throat> losing my voice, or just spend time on one platform. <clears throat> you want to be on social media, but you need to be on, you know, your website. <clears throat> you might also want to do a podcast you might want to be doing youtubing spread your eggs it will make all the difference all the difference now networking is super important I've got to say networking has definitely helped my business over the years so whether that's you know you looking for events to attend which is pretty you know silly idea in this COVID world at the moment (laughs) bring back the events my god Go to events if you can, if they're around, if they're on. The events that you go to, make sure that it's, you know, like the right event for you. So, you know, otherwise that can be a waste of your time. Um, If you can't find any events, create them yourself. And even if that has to be an online event in this world, so be it. So I created a networking stream of events probably, I don't know, like two and a half years into my business and ran them solidly around Australia for many years. And that is how I grew uh, my network. It was pivotal in growing and connecting. And yeah, it, it really was amazing. So just have a think about how you can network. And even if you've already got a really great network already, you always need to be strengthening it and and continually making and making new contacts and building a bigger network because it really helps when you've got questions, if you want to create a mastermind or even, you know, bringing in customers and clients and referrals. So influencer marketing is another big one. You know, like that, it really is a whole separate podcast because it's a bit of a minefield and it really depends on how you approach it depending on your brand but as as a top line you know overview um influencer marketing you know you can either do a contra arrangement with an influencer or you can do a paid arrangement with an influencer in both scenarios it's really important that the influencer and you have had a discussion on the output so that means like how many posts and or stories are required in what um, time span from receiving the product or the service that's really important Um, and also like if an influencer then comes back to you experiences the product or the service and says um this isn't what I expected or the product's not quite right, take that as consumer feedback because that can also be invaluable as well. Um, As you would know that the number of followers the influencer has does not mean the number of sales or big sales. Quite often influencer marketing starts off with brand awareness and then, you know, the more and more consumers start to see this brand out there, then the, the trust and credibility grows and then they're more likely to make a sale. So it is a bit of a long strategy and it's better to do it in drip feeding rather than just doing a massive carpet bomb influencer marketing campaign and there's nothing after that. 
I think also dipping your toe in the water to start off with is good because then you can get a gauge on what has and hasn't worked and you can adjust accordingly. So that's all really important. Now, you know, with all this, with all these points that I've just been through, you don't need to do them all at once. You will just slowly build over time and some of these points might not even be relevant for you. But from my point of view, you know, with my businesses, I have taken a really strong content marketing strategy for both businesses um, to create a solid online presence and findability online and it has absolutely paid off and none of it's cost me any money. So it it really has just been hard work and frequency and just doing it consistently as well. Now, it's also really important that you remember to look at your insights regularly because that's going to give you an insight into what is and isn't working. And so it might be that you decide every Friday that you look at your insights and that can even be like in the back end of your website, like the analytics that that shows is incredible. You know, you might find that one blog article is bringing in the majority of your traffic. Um, You might find that another website is bringing in a lot of traffic. And then, then you can tailor your topics and your marketing so much more effectively. And, you know, you'll get to a point where you actually can do less and get more in return, which is what we all want. Yay! So, you know, it it can seem really overwhelming, but it's not. You know, like I always say to my clients, um, you need to approach business and marketing and growth in a way that you feel comfortable with in the time that you have. And then as you get it and as as things become easier, we just build, you know, and it's like it's like exercise. You know, you start off gradually and then you build up before you know it. You're doing all these amazing things that you didn't think you could do before. So I think, you know, Knowing how to do these elements that I've just been through is actually empowering. So you don't have to be great at them, but I think knowing how to do this is empowering because then if you want to outsource, you know if they're doing a good job. I think that that's really important, really, really important. So, you know, that is it. I could I could talk forever, but I'm not going to. I don't know if you've heard. I've literally had like a trillion emails coming through. As I'm speaking, and I can just see um, I've got a website to review, which is excellent because this website needs to go live. So that's great. I'm going to do that now. <laughs> so I hope you are all really well and coping okay with lockdown. Make sure you get outside and exercise. It's so good for the body and the mind. It really is. I just could not live without fresh air and exercise. And he's hoping that we're all back to normal extremely, extremely quickly. So if you've got any questions, let me know. As you know, you can always find me at relauncher.com.au and stickystudio.com.au and online, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. I'm everywhere. So you can find me then. Have a great afternoon and day or night whenever you're listening to this and I will see you soon.